Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, joining you each and every week for lots of really incredible incredibly uplifting, inspiring, educational, informative, and action-oriented talk radio. What a great, great time it is. Uh, so much has shifted in just a few days into 2010. Many people have an explanation for it. I just believe that we are ready for some positive change, and people have said yes to it. And when you get millions of people saying yes to that, boy, Get out of the way because a lot of good stuff is going to happen. Today we've got a great show for you because, um, you know, there's a lot in the media and the pop culture right now about anti-aging. There's also a lot out there about what happens to our bodies when we're out of balance. And so we are bringing you the best of the best to have that conversation with me. Dr. Alicia Stanton is joining me here today. Get yourself in balance in the new year. And then what can we expect How do we bring ourselves to full, holistic well-being? And that's on the minds of so many people for this year. So when we think about when someone says yes to helping others join on the path to wellness, what does that mean? Dr. Alicia Sen is the Chief Medical Officer of BodyLogic MD and owner and operator of BodyLogic MD. And so you're going to hear about what that means. It makes complete sense to me, but then again, why is it if it makes sense to keep ourselves healthy and fit, why is it it's so difficult to do these days? Well, one of the things that I did say earlier is that, you know, we have an incredible guest joining us here today. Dr. Stanton decided to shift her practice and focus entirely on preventative medicine, and you're going to hear what her journey was like. You know, why was it that she decided to say yes? But then again, what is it about preventative medicine that most of us don't know or understand? Uh, she is also a certified by the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. She's a member of the American Medical Association and much more. Um, she is also someone that is known in the circle of people that specialize or are certified to talk about anti-aging. And so when we think about the credentials she brings, the next question then is, how the heck can you help us, Dr. Stanton? How can you help us fill in the blanks that explain why so many people are feeling pretty crappy these days? Uh, Welcome to the show, Dr. Stanton. Welcome. Actually, uh, welcome uh, to you and welcome to, uh, to everyone listening uh, I'm so excited to be here, and listening to you do the introduction, I have so many things that I want to help your listeners with. Well, let's start with a little bit about your story, because I think, you're, I think your journey is quite unique. Um, you know, there are so many people that I get to talk to every day that have decided to take their lives, their professions in a certain direction, and you're one of those people, and I would love for you to share what it was in your life that had you say, oh, I need to focus on preventative medicine. I can definitely do that. I had um, just an amazing life. I'd wanted to be a physician since I was about five years old, so my life was geared to you know, learning medicine and becoming a physician, and I really had it all. In my 30s, I had a practice, OBGYN, uh, my son, who was at that point 18 months old, um, a wonderful husband, and I thought I had it all together, and I started having a little bit of um, back pain, and so, you know, went to the doctor and found out that I had uh, a spinal cord tumor, which wow. was a really devastating thing for me to have. I was told that if it was a very aggressive tumor, that I would have about two months to live, and, you know, that would be it to put my affairs in order, and I made a decision at that point that it wasn't 100% that it was aggressive. And so I would focus on the percent that wasn't aggressive. And I made a promise to my son, who was 18 months old at the time, that I was going to be there for him and I was going to stay. And so I had the surgery. Four days later, 
uh, as a result of the surgery, was paralyzed from the waist down, but was able to um, learn how to walk again over the course of the next probably few months and really worked very hard to stay with him and to, to stay with my patients. Went back to doing OBGYN, but was a very different person. Uh, I had a lot of chronic pain, and I had a lot of um, things that I couldn't do as well as I had wanted to do. So I really worked on moving through that. I looked at osteopathy and acupuncture and massage and things that I, as a physician, hadn't looked at really before. And That's an incredible that story. Things. I mean, I, I have to just tell you for a minute, sorry to interrupt you. That's I would okay, like no. you to finish this. But I, I hope our listeners hear what you're saying. You know, we, we go to movies about this, Dr. Stanton, where we see people that are sort of given really, really, really bad news and not quite sure what to do with that. But you being a doctor, you a million things must have gone through your mind. They did. I mean, really the first thing that went through my mind is, I can't leave my son. I I can't do that. And um, that was was really the pivotal thing. And it's funny because I still have the keychain. It was a picture of the two of us, and I still look at that picture, and that's really what kept me here and changed everything. Did you, when you decided to to stay here, so to speak, um, and, and to get that information that says, yeah, this is not really looking very good for you. You don't have very much time on this planet. Um, what was one of the first couple of things that you decided to do? Because I think this is really kind of the dilemma for people, and we're going to spend the entire show talking about what you've learned and now what you do. Mm-hmm. But it's that, you know, getting past that initial language that says you either have a chronically ill disease that will never get better or you have a chronically ill disease and you won't be here very long to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? What were, what were some of the first things you did? I, I think literally one of the very first things I did was, was choose not to, to focus on the fact that I might die. And I really, I really made the decision very early on that I was going to be here. And it's interesting because looking back on it, I would much rather have been me than anybody in my family because they were very afraid that I wasn't going to survive. And I was not afraid. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not dying. This is the deal. And I didn't realize till probably about two days post-op when the final pathology came back and it looked like it was low-grade and I would survive, that all of a sudden everyone started looking me in the eye again. And they hadn't been doing that for two days, and I didn't catch it until they started doing it again. So that was the first thing. As I went through and started looking at the, the other modalities that I was using for treatment, the osteopathy and that, I began to that nutrition was a very, very important part of making those modalities work even better. And so I started focusing on what are, sorry about that, I started focusing on what are better ways for, you know, me to eat, what are yeah. better ways for me to um, kind of move through life in that direction as well. Yeah, I, you know, this is, you know, they say that we get awakenings by some of the toughest situations that show up. I mean, honestly, that's been my story. I'm hoping that this year I don't have to have some of those things happen for me to wake up, so to speak. But it really took you in a completely different direction, so to speak. And the direction that you did go in not only changed your life, but how did it change your work and your practice? Well, what was fascinating about that is as I learned more about nutrition, I began to then focus on hormones as well. So I began taking, studying at the American Academy of Anti-Aging, and I began to work very hard at making sure that I could keep myself healthy. And all of a sudden, I learned different things that would make my patients more healthy. And so I started instituting that into my OBGYN practice and talking to them about antioxidants and multivitamins and fish oils. And, And this was you know, eight or nine years ago before a lot of other people were doing that. And then I started learning about the hormones and began incorporating some of the hormone therapy as well. So my patients began benefiting from what I was doing for myself fairly early on. Uh, I got to a point in 2005 where I just couldn't stand at the operating table any longer and it didn't make sense for me to continue in OBGYN. But I also had a situation where my heart wasn't in practicing that kind of medicine anymore. So it was a very easy choice for me to just say, you know what, I'm going to um, close the OBGYN practice 
and focus only on nutrition and hormone balance. I have to tell you, I love what you're about to to share with us on the show, and I love your courage. I, I, you know, this is truly a time for courage and stories and, and people such as yourself really stepping up and saying, this is what I've discovered, this is what you can discover, and there really is a way for health and vitality. What a great contribution. Dr. Al- Alicia Stanton joining me here today, Chief Medical Officer of Body Logic MD. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with her on what are the discoveries. What do we all need to take a pen and a piece of paper out and write down for 2010? What are some of the lifestyle changes that she's discovered? What is it that creates this extraordinary result that her patients experience? Well, all of this and much more right here on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. When we come back, we'll be speaking with her and breaking it down in terms of yeah, this may be where you are, but this is where you can go. I'm your host, Dr. Papasilli. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, lots of information. Get ready for your questions. Please feel free to call in. We're making this an incredible, informative, uplifting, and inspiring show for you to live life full out. We'll be right back. Suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949. Or visit StressDetective.net. Hi, I'm Jim Reed of MassCard Worldwide. Join us in helping the March of Dimes fight for preemies. During the month of November, use your MasterCard card to make a donation to the March of Dimes, as MasterCard will be matching donations dollar for dollar up to a total MasterCard donation of $225,000. You can make a difference for a tiny baby. Support the March of Dimes and the fight for preemies. Log on to MarchofDimes.com backslash MasterCard help us help the March of Dimes celebrate all babies. Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching to help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or a comment, now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Wow, you're going to want to know much more about Dr. Alicia Stanton than we're going to be able to cover in this hour. And that's why I want to make sure you have the website. Um, it is exactly as I've been talking about, www.bodylogicmd.com. That's like M as in Mary, D.com, bodylogicmd.com. And when you go to the website, you're going to see lots of really cool information, which means have at it. Have a great time. Look at some of the questions that people are asking. Check out the docs that are listed on the page. Uh, look at the daily buzz, hormone balancing tests. You got it. It is there. Because this is what Dr. Stanton has discovered. You know, she's discovered that there is time for people to understand about balance. And, you know, Dr. Stanton, I love this. You know, most people looked at you when you had your coming out party, so to speak. And they and you use the term walking on the wild side. This had to be an incredible breakthrough for you, but you must have also been pulled forward in the direction you're in now, and nothing could stop you. Is that right? I was definitely pulled forward. As I started seeing the results I was getting with my patients and the results I was getting with me, um, I knew that I was doing the right thing. And you're right, we were talking earlier, and, uh, you know, I was very respected as an OBGYN and as a surgeon, so when I closed the practice in 2005 and, as I said, you know, started walking on the wild side and doing this nutrition and hormone balance thing, 
Um, I had a lot of my colleagues who were scratching their heads and saying, I don't understand it, but, you know, it, it must be okay if she's doing it because she was good, you know, as an OBGYN. So that did help, but I had to have a very strong conviction in what I was doing and that it was working to maintain um, practicing that way in my community. And, you know, this is really you know, such a timely conversation with all the debate going on about health, health insurance. I mean, you know, I've never seen anything quite like what's happening in the political arena in Washington on a, a conversation that has so much common sense to it if we just step back. But I wanted to ask you about anti-aging. I wanted to ask you about this ideal of balance. Can you, from your perspective and what you've learned, can you explain to us what balance is about, and how we get out of balance, so to speak. Sure. I think balance is really about having every aspect of your, you know, really mind, body, spirit, but in the case we're going to talk about right now, body um, integrated together. And I look at the hormones uh, as really uh, a symphony. They really have to be all working and all at the right levels uh, because if you have a, a symphony where the flutes are going crazy, then it's it's a little bit out of balance and it doesn't sound right. So everything has to be working well, and they're all so tied together. Things like insulin, which helps control our blood sugar, is very connected to our stress hormone cortisol, and that is connected to our sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. So everything that we do matters. When we take a look at this idea of balance, it's not a conversation that comes up in the doctor's office. As a matter of fact, uh, I had a call from a friend of mine yesterday who said, um, you know, my sister went to the doctor, and the doctor, and, and, and all of a sudden she called us and, 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 told, and it told me that she was uh, deficient in vitamin D. And I said, wow, okay, so did she get, like, a prescription or what did it? She said, no, they didn't tell her to do anything. And, I mean, so, I mean, that's just one example. What is it that people need to know And when they're sitting in a doctor's office? What are some of the questions they need to have the courage to ask? Because I really think we're getting more and more intimidated these days by going to the doctor. I believe that that's true as well, and I think it's fear on both sides. I think right now patients have the ability to really educate themselves on the Internet so the doctors are afraid that the patients are going to walk in and know something that they don't know, which is, you know, can be scary. So they almost like don't want to initiate the conversation or don't want to say what is it you, you want to know or what are your questions because what if the patients found something out that, that they don't know? And so good that's point. scary. Wow, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, I think where, the, where my colleagues, where the physicians have to kind of get a grip is they have to understand that you can't know everything that it's okay to say, you know what, I haven't heard of that yet. Can you give me whatever information you have and let me take a look at it because I would love to learn. And if we all had that attitude, I think we would do much, much better because it's okay not to, you can't possibly know everything with all the access to information that we have, so it's okay. I think for the patients, um, you know, your, your example of your friend having the low vitamin D level, that is epidemic in this country, especially in the, uh, I'm in uh, Connecticut, and you're in, in Washington, and in, in the latitudes that we are up north, uh, if you're more north of Atlanta, Georgia, as a matter of fact, in the winter months you cannot make enough vitamin D naturally to sustain yourself. And vitamin D is a very, very important vitamin. It's anti-inflammatory. Uh, it's anti-cancer. And they're actually considering reclassifying it as a hormone. So we all really need to make sure we have enough vitamin D. You know, I love what you just shared because I, I think it is one of these things where um, a, an adjustment like that helps create more of a balance. You know, I'm not saying that that might be the only thing, but it seems to me that there are some things that you do to work with your patients that provide them sort of a guideline, if I might say. Uh, I don't want to simplify it to the point of, you know, people thinking if I go down my checklist, but you have in your let's call it in the spectrum of knowledge you have, you have sort of the whole picture. How do you begin this conversation about helping your patients balance? How do you start that with them? What I do, I mean, I have, you know, and we can, we can expound on this, but I have five things that you could start doing today to really make a difference in your aging process. 
And, you know, the key thing is really learning how to eat appropriately and eating in such a way that you maintain a stable blood sugar. So if you're eating small meals every two to three hours, and in those meals you have a lean protein like chicken, turkey, fish, beans, nuts, something like that, and a complex carbohydrate uh, like a vegetable or a high-fiber fruit like an apple, berry, pear, those kinds of things, that's going to keep your blood sugar stable through the day, and that is probably the number one thing that you can do to start an overall balance of your hormones. And, you know, we have figured out that that's not as difficult as it sounds. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with people these days that, you know, they've made the shift to uh, their breakfast, you know, being something like a a cut-up apple with some full-fat yogurt that doesn't have gazillion cornstarch or whatever in it and nuts. And, you know, we've noticed this in our society, but I don't think we've gotten the whole picture as you've described it. In this fast-paced society, to to be able to have those kinds of meals every certain hours, doesn't this require a completely different behavior, especially in planning? It does, but it's also things that you can have things with you. I mean, I, I think the apples are, are great. I have a lot of people that do um, apples and almond butter for a snack at their desk. You can do vegetables and hummus. Uh, you can, you know, put almonds or put some walnuts or some, some nuts on your... Uh, on your yogurt. So those things, that's exactly what I'm talking about. A little bit of a protein and a, some kind of a vegetable or a high-fiber fruit makes a big difference. And it's, I think it's a minimal amount of planning. You can, on Sunday, cut up some vegetables and cut up, you know, some fruits some strawberries, have some blueberries around. And, you know, just I have, like, baggies or have, you know, little containers of things that I just carry my food around in. And it, it's not that, you know, that obtrusive. Um, I have nuts all the time where you can get snacks, and so that kind of helps out. I agree with you. It really does, you know, it really really does require a simple change in perspective on how to do this. Um, And I think people are finding more and more that this is something that's easy to do. I wanted to ask you about the relationship between diet and stress. You know, I remember not too long ago that if you even mentioned the word stress in a corporate environment, they looked at you like you were making some story up. We've come a long way since then, but I wanted to get your perspective on stress, how you define it, and what kind of uh, role it plays on hormones and balance. I think right now that stress is making all the difference in our hormone imbalance. I think that essentially stress, is anything that um, that creates more of a, we, you know, we keep using the stress, just more of a demand on your body than your body is used to having. And that can be a psychological stress or an emotional stress. It can also be a food allergy. It can be an environmental toxin, a pesticide, a plastic, something like that. It can be uh, something in the air. Uh, it can be any number of different things that your body perceives as uh a difficulty that it has to overcome, uh, including a low blood sugar, which is why if you're not eating consistently, you are creating more stress in your body just by having blood sugars that are up and down all over the place. Uh, there's so much I, I'm just dying to ask you. Uh, you know, in the, the work that you do, what is the response from your clients when you begin this conversation? You talk about balance. How, how are people responding? Well, I'm lucky in that most of the people, most of my patients are searching me out to help find balance. And so they're initiating the conversation. So, you know, it's easy for me to continue on because they are very eager to learn how to create balance because they already understand it. Um, But one of the things that we talk about is fatigue level. Are you very, very tired? Is it hard to get out of bed in the morning? Do you hit the snooze four times? Um, That is a strong indicator that there's some kind of imbalance either adrenal or thyroid or general hormone imbalance. Uh, So that's a good place to start. And then we can talk about how do we get you feeling better? How do we improve your uh, energy level, uh, improve your moods, uh, improve your libido, all those different things that are so important to all of us. Oh, this is, you know, for for many people listening, we're, we're actually thrilled to have Dr. Stanton joining us here today. You know, when when we come back from break, we're going to be talking about some of those things she mentioned that we can actually do now. Um, and what is truly, for women, what is this idea of hormone imbalance? What are these things called bioidentical hormones? What do we need to know about them? 
you know, what is the truth, what are the myths, what is out there in the pop culture, and let's demystify this when we come back. You know, the next part of the conversation is, how about the men? Are they completely out of the conversation? Well, Dr. Stanton has got lots of information to provide when we come back from break. I want to make sure everybody out there has got the website, bodylogicmd.com, bodylogicmd.com. For more about the Dr. Pat Show, just go to drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. When we come back, lots more to talk about, lots of information to share with you. The question is, are you saying yes? to changing your life and living life full out. We'll be right back with the show. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Reach your full potential and increase energy with the superfood of the Inca, Maca Magic. Maca naturally balances hormones, relieves symptoms of PMS, menopause, and erectile dysfunction. Maca increases energy, stamina, and endurance without caffeine. Visit MacaRoot.com. That's M-A-C-A Root.com. Call 541-846-6222. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. And, you know, it's really, really awesome to have Dr. Stanton joining us here today. Um, there are so many things that, uh, that I want to I ask her, but I want to make sure that you also know that she is the author of an incredible book. Uh, and, Dr. Stanton, I, I want to take a minute, if you don't mind, and let people know the website for that book and let them know both of your websites. But we're going to be talking about the book in this next segment, and I think it would be great for people to have the website in case they want to follow along. Sure. Um, the uh, the website is hormoneharmony.org, uh, so H-O-R-M-O-N-E-H-A-R-M-O-N-Y.org, O-R-G. Okay. Let's take a minute and talk about uh, the questions of hormones and what we need to know and why you wrote the book. Hormone harmony. I mean, I think that's that's the question that I think everybody uh, wonders about. How do I find? How do I demystify this? Do you know what I'm saying? And I, and so you wrote this book to kind of break it down for us, so to speak. I really did. I wanted people to understand the connection between what they ate and their stress levels and what happened to their hormones and how by eating you know, really high-sugar high, high sugar foods or highly refined foods and living a lifestyle that had a lot of stress, that they were actually having a direct impact on their hormone levels. And so first to educate them that that was happening and then to allow them to have ways to stop that from happening and really begin to try and balance themselves and then locate a position if they needed that. 
and, and I want to make sure everybody has the website hormoneharmony.org. Also, when you get there, you're going to be, you're going to see there are a couple of really cool recipes on the website, uh, as well. I love the yogurt and rosemary drink, by the way, uh, that you've posted on here. Um, I love that we can combine some ingredients that are so absolutely good for us. I mean, this really did take you in a in a broad, I'm not going to say another direction, but I'm going to say a broader direction in terms of you being a physician. Now you get to look at food, you get to look at stress, you get to look at balance. I mean, this has got to be completely exciting to you for a lot of reasons, but mostly because it works. I think it is very exciting. You're right, because it works and because I'm actually making a really big difference for my patients. I mean, I think I made a difference before, but I don't think it's any close, anything like what I'm able to do right now for them in really allowing them to move forward with a lot of things in their lives. Well, this bioidentical hormones, let's talk about it. Now, I interviewed Suzanne Summers. I, I mean, I interviewed her a couple of years ago when she was coming out and she was talking about bioidentical hormones and, you know, people were throwing tomatoes at her as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> We've come a long way, but, you know, she was one of the leading, you know, let's just call them high, highly visible um, spokespersons for this and still is. Um, but most people don't even know what bioidentical hormones are and the therapy is. I mean, it sounds almost scary. Can you break it down for us, please? I sure can, yes. And first of all, let me say that I really appreciate what Suzanne Summers did with her celebrity to kind of raise the issue and allow people to understand that there was a discussion even to be had. So that, that's that been very, very cool. The it key has with- been. Oh, go ahead. Well, it has been, but what it also needed was people such as yourself saying it's not only cool, but let's talk about the science and the medicine here. Exactly. And the key with bioidentical hormones is that they are hormones that have the exact same structure uh, and same shape as the hormones your body would naturally make. So because they have the same shape and structure, they end up fitting into the receptors in your body um, exactly. And then they give you the response that you're supposed to have. Now, that is very different from hormones that are non-bioidentical. And some of the, a lot of the studies have been done in these non-bioidentical hormones, and those hormones have a different side chain. They have something a little bit different about them that gives them a different shape, and those hormones will fit into the receptors to some extent and give you some of the responses, but not all the responses that you would expect. And so this is where we get some of the side effects from some of the non-bioidentical hormones, uh, like Premarin and Provera, that you don't get from bioidentical hormones. So that's one of the keys. The other key difference between bioidentical hormones, which is exactly what our body would make, is our body is able to break it down exactly. It knows how to break down estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. Our body doesn't know how to break down conjugated equine estrogens or medroxyprogesterone acetate or a lot of the other non-bioidentical hormone names. And so you get different metabolites that can create problems for you. And this is really why, you, you know, folks should see a physician and see a physician that is going to be a physician that supports a broader perspective. You, you know, it's really difficult, and I, I'd love you to address this if you don't mind. It's really difficult for a lot of people to go to their regular physician and have this conversation if the physician is really not on board. So what do we say to people? I, you're right. It is it is harder, especially if the if the physician is not on board with it. But the key thing is that there are some pharmaceutical brands of bioidentical hormones. And so things like the Vivel Dot, uh, Prometrium is a, is a bioidentical progesterone. So if you have a, a physician that's only going to write you a prescription that you can get from CVS, there are some bioidentical prescriptions that you can get through your regular pharmacy. So they do have that ability. I think most of the doctors get very hung up and very concerned about the compounding which is really a, a different entity, but a lot of people are confusing the two. They're saying, thinking that all bioidentical hormones have to be compounded, and that's not true. So it makes it confusing. It does. And so this is why we're doing a show like this, to really talk about it. You know, let's, let's, let's switch to the other side. Not many people are talking about men or talking about hormones changing in men. Um, can you shed some light on that? I sure can. And I think men are 
really forgotten in all of this because people talk about hormones and automatically everybody thinks women. And, you know, women are in the forefront of it because, you know, menopause and perimenopause have really created some significant issues for them. Um, but the men, what's interesting is that because of our stress levels uh, and because of our diets right now, um, they are getting significantly lower in testosterone. And they end up ha- I see a lot of guys in my practice, even as young as their early 30s, that have very low testosterone levels, like testosterone levels of, of 80-year-old men. And they're exhausted, and they have sleep apnea, and they're overweight, and their libidos are low, and they just are miserable. And their doctors are willing to prescribe uh, antidepressants and Viagra for them, but not look at testosterone levels. Do you believe, and this is something that I've been recently looking at, um, is that there is, what's the word I want to use, that there is sort of this prejudice towards people that are elderly. And here's what I want, what I want to talk to you about is that it seems like if you get to a certain age and your body starts to break down, the general feeling is, well, you're just aging and it's okay for you to be on 12 different medications. <clears throat> you know, after all, you just had that pacemaker put in. I mean, I wanted to ask you about that because what I'm starting to see is, yes, there are people like that, but there are people 80, 90 years old that are really thriving. Where, where is the gap in this conversation? Or maybe there isn't one. No, I, I, I believe that there is one. And, you know, I just think it's so devastating when you see these uh, you know, elderly people come in and they're on 12 different meds and, and four of the meds are to, to take care of the um, side effects of, you know, the other eight. And it, it becomes difficult. And I think where you start with this spiral is a, a lot of these um, patients may have had some imbalances early on. Yeah. Uh, so they may have had, you know, stress, higher stress levels or poor eating habits or um, exposures to toxins or any number of things that can create imbalance. And they started having symptoms. So they started having fatigue or difficulty sleeping or maybe their cholesterol went up or, or whatever. And instead of going to the source of the problem and fixing the imbalance, they started with one prescription to, um, to fix that particular symptom. And, of course, that's kind of like having the oil light in your car go on and put a Band-Aid over the oil light. And you, the oil light's no longer bothering you. You can't see it. It's no longer bothering you, but the problem hasn't been solved. And eventually more problems arise until the engine eventually seizes. And so these patients just keep getting a Band-Aid after a Band-Aid after a Band-Aid, and that's how they get to be on 12 prescriptions because they just keep covering the symptoms and nobody looks at the source of their issue. Yeah, and I think there's even something even a little bit more scary, and I'm, and, and I'm certainly not talking for all doctors out there, but you, there is who's monitoring the 12 prescriptions. I mean, that's kind of another question, isn't it? It is, especially if in the in the land of specialists, again, because you can't know everything. And so if someone has a significant problem, they may have, a, you know, a rheumatologist and an allergist and a cardiologist and who know all their different, their specific meds, but may, may not know the entire picture. And I don't remember the exact stat, but I believe it's once you're over six or seven medications, you have a 100% chance of a drug interaction. So, you know, do the math and look at how many of our of our patients are on way more than six medications. No kidding. Now throw an antidepressant because you're depressed for whatever reason, and now you have interactions that most doctors don't even want to touch. You know, but this is a conversation for, for you. You've moved in the direction of, of let's look at the whole picture. Let's get at the source. Um, you know, how difficult or... How should I say it? How different is it for you to have the approach you take versus the conventional road of medicine, so to speak? Well, I think it's interesting because when I started learning the functional and integrative and anti-aging medicine that I'm doing, it was almost like being someone who was in colonial times and being shown electricity. (laughs) And then, you know, you go back to colonial times and you're like, well, I can't do this because I know electricity exists. So when I started learning that kind of medicine, I couldn't go back and, and just give a prescription for a symptom. And I think as our, as our physicians, I don't understand how anybody cannot practice medicine this way. Because once you get the concept of, of looking at the initial problem and trying to solve it 
and returning the person to good physiology, I don't know how you can just try and cover symptoms anymore. It's it's really mind-boggling to me. It is mind-boggling, and thank and thanks to people like you, we're kind of you know unleashing you, you know the not just a, not just unleashing the energy, but education and information. I want to make sure everybody has the websites um, for you to go to. First of all, the book uh, is pretty much available anywhere. Hormone Harmony, and that's going to give you A, B, C, D, the entire alphabet on hormones for both men and women. And also, if you want to find out more uh, about Body Logic, you can go to BodyLogicMD.com. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Dr. Santon about what it is every one of us should know right now to take action, to take steps. What can we do to have the best year ever? And is there a relationship between hormonal imbalance and obesity? Or is that just a myth? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item, and best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. For those of you that have submitted your uh, applications for Dr. Pat's Holistic Makeover, my hat goes off to you. I am in the process of reviewing those. I want to say we have had twice as many applications as we did last year for the contest. We have twice as many sponsors that are contributing coaching and gifts. Um, you all have submitted your names from everywhere, um, more places in the country than we even thought this show went. Um, we have applications from as far away as Sweden, uh, and I want to tell you that we are in the process of taking the the, the time that it takes to do a good job because you all have really blown me away. Your essays are amazing, and so we are making it happen for you. So thank you all so very much for contributing, and February 1st will be our announcement date. Today, Dr. Alicia Stanton is joining us here today, as I said, Chief Medical Officer of BodyLogic MD, but also, as I said earlier, the author of, or one of the authors of, uh, Hormone Harmony. Um, you can go to hormoneharmony.org to find out more about the book. Um, Dr. Stanton, before the break, I mentioned, you know, it, obesity and hormones. Is there a relationship or are these two completely separate conversations? 
No, there's a huge relationship between obesity and hormones. And it's, it's interesting because it becomes a very vicious circle. Uh, one of the key things that started the vicious circle is, um, you know, a switching away from fats to low-fat and no-fat foods and focusing more on, you know, the snack wells and the, the processed carbohydrates. And what happened is we created an issue with our insulin levels. We, be, we started to use uh, our insulin a lot more to the point of where we stopped listening to it. And insulin resistance creates a large amount of belly fat. So there's where we start putting fat on. The really interesting thing is, is that belly fat is actually its very own endocrine organ. It's its own actual, um, it makes uh, hormones and it helps to make um, cytokines or things that cause inflammation. And all that does is make the process worse. So the more fat we put on, the more fat we put on. And many of our um, patients right now are in this vicious cycle. And it's a cycle that when you don't have sort of the key to get out of, it's difficult to get out of it. Um, it you know, obesity in this country, is it a myth? And my listeners have heard me talk about my story. My sister passed away, and she had to be close to 450 pounds. And, um, you know, it was really difficult to watch her, but... At the same time, it gave me a level of awareness to be really mindful about my own body. But honestly, I have to tell you, I don't have all the answers. I'm not sure if anybody has all of the answers, but I think that there are ways that we can make dents in in the obesity. And I think, again, one of the key things that we had talked about before is eating the smaller meals every two to three hours and making sure you have some protein in each meal to keep that blood sugar stable. The other thing is that stress, is really directly related to obesity as well. So if you have a very high-stress lifestyle, um, that affects your adrenal glands, it affects your thyroid glands, it affects your ability to sleep, and uh, lack of sleep is very, very um, high in creating obesity as well. So they're all very interconnected. What are you, from where you sit, what is the greatest alarm we should have right now? I mean, are there things that are on the rise? And what I mean by that is there are a couple people that have said to me, oh, my God, the level of inflammation in this country is just out of the box. But I don't know. What are you seeing from your perspective and your practice? I do think the level of inflammation in this country is is very, very high, and I think it's it's really multifactorial. It's part of the obesity because, like I said, this belly fat creates more inflammation. So the more obese we get as a population, the more inflammation we have. We're also bombarded by all kinds of pesticides and plastics and phthalates and all the different things that we come in contact with every day. Um, But there is hope. One of the interesting things I uh, came across is that the the 12 plant foods with the highest amount of pesticides are peaches, apples, bell peppers, celery, nectarines, strawberries, cherries, lettuce, grapes, pears, spinach, and potatoes. Um, And so those are the things where we have the most pesticides. If you could pick a few things to eat organic, those would be the things to pick. And there's been a study that shows if kids that are on organic diets for even five days show a significant reduction in pesticides. So there's hope. There's things that you can do to make a difference. And, you know, can you give us that list one more time? Because I, I think it's worth repeating. I definitely can. It's also on page 76 of the book, but I will definitely Excellent. give it to you again. It is peaches, apples, bell peppers, celery, nectarines, strawberries, cherries, lettuce, uh, imported grapes, pears, spinach, and potatoes. Got it. And that's very easy for most of us to remember. I mean, I don't even buy an apple anymore that is... Um, not organic. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting, and I don't come from a, an entire background where, you know, this is the way it's been for me all my life. That's just, I, I'm kind of like you. I had to have a little awakening along the way. Um, I wanted to ask you as we sort of, you know, wrap this up for today, because this has been a lot of information, Dr. Stanton. Thank you so much for joining oh, us here today on the show. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Um, I want to ask you, um, what are the top three things that you would suggest to our listeners from your perspective um, that, A, they be mindful of in their body, and, B, that they change? Um, the top, you know, my, my mantra, um, probably most of the show, as you can guess, is, is eating every two to three hours. So that's the top thing because that's going to affect a lot of different things for you. 
Another, the second thing that I talk to my patients about is breathing deeply. And people don't understand how much just simply stopping and taking five or six deep, slow, deep breaths in a row can actually lower your cortisol level and it can allow you to respond to a situation instead of react to a situation. So that is really critical. And it's a simple thing and people don't do it. So that's a very important thing. And um, the other key thing would be, as I said, to limit your exposure to toxins, and we talked about that a little bit. And I'll give you a bonus one, my supplements. The top three supplements I think everybody should have are a good quality multivitamin, uh, a fish oil with at least 2,000 milligrams of EPA and DHA. So you can look on the label and see that. And then vitamin D, um, at least 2,000 international units a day. So that's my must-have cocktail. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Sten, for joining us here today. Uh, again, the websites are BodyLogicMD and HormoneHarmony.org, BodyLogicMD.com, HormoneHarmony.org. Uh, Thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. Thank you very much. I had a great day. Thank you. All right, everyone. Lots of information. You're probably going to want to listen to this uh, show again. And don't forget, it will be on later on today. And so make sure you do that. Uh, Dr. Alicia Stanton, as I said before, uh, has provided us with lots of information. If you go to Body Logic MD, you're also going to be able to meet her up close and personal as well as HormoneHarmony.org. And from the Dr. Pat Show, this is what 2010 is about for us. It's about awakening. It's about enlightenment. But it's more importantly about action. This is such a results year. So are you ready to take the action you need to live life full out? Well, if you've said yes, we're going to be right there with you side by side to make sure you have everything you need. So from this point on, saying yes means saying yes to the rest of your life vitalistically. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.